Hi, my name is Dale Coinga, and I wear many different hats, but one of my favorite hats to wear is a certified public accountant and a graduate of Marquette's Business School. And I have many friends in the Milwaukee area who also have a passion for business and entrepreneurship and believe that that passion in business and entrepreneurship is one of the reasons that make our country great and want to help out other people. So I'm today with my friend Lou Bannock and Jeff Rasmussen, and they just simply wrote a book called Start It, Grow It, Sell It, The Journey of Business, and we're taking this opportunity to talk about the book. So welcome to both of you guys. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. It. So why don't we start off with your background? Like why is your background relevant to give advice on starting a business? Sure. No, I appreciate, uh, this is Lou, and I appreciate the, uh, the question. Uh, uh, I have about 30 years of experience in, uh, in a vast number of topics around banking from asset-based lending to cash flow lending to investment banking. And through those years, you, you see a lot of people, business owners do it right, and you see a lot of business owners that uh, uh, kind of stumble along the way. And that's part of, part of the curiosity and why we wanted to put this manual and guide together, this, this uh, business novel, to, to help those that do stumble maybe – uh, improve their success rate, and uh, in general, it's so important to our to our uh, country to have entrepreneurs. So this is this is fun to deal with entrepreneurs, and I think my background, as I mentioned, overlaps pretty well. I've I've probably met over fifteen hundred companies through the last thirty years, and you see a lot of different ways of doing it, and and hopefully we've captured captured some good ways in terms of how to think about this. Well, it's also the humility of who you are, but um, I'll just make a. a, a a pun here, if you will, is that Lou is also an Olympic gold medal wrestler uh, who knows how to wrestle. And the book is really about wrestling away those problems and uh, coming up with that gold medal. So uh, thanks for your service in that capacity too. Jeff, why don't you tell us about your background? Sure. Fellow, fellow bean counter, fellow it's, CPA. Yeah, I'm Jeff Rasmussen. I'm actually a recovering CPA. And Dale, you can use that someday. <laughs> um, and I've been, I, I spent about 20 years in finance and then uh, as, as I got more into business and getting it out of public accounting and into private industry, I saw the need for um, lean enterprise and the quality theories of some of the great quality minds in the, in the country and started following them and, and getting immersed myself into that. I actually got into operations, uh, running a printing plant, and uh, then later sales and marketing. I've run a couple of small divisions of companies, and um, ultimately I own my I own, of all things, auto repair shops. I took a hobby and kind of made it into a job. So. Um, learned a lot from that and, and got in contact with a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners through that process. And, you know, I had people help me throughout my career. And, and this is this book, I think, is really is an opportunity for for me to help and give back with some of the knowledge I've garnered over 35 years in business. And uh, and it's been, a, been a, a fun process to create this book. It's a little bit different, we think, than some of the other books. And um, um, it's it's been a pleasure to do that. And uh, it's nice to give back. And, and I had help. I want to help somebody else. So Yeah. The book really is uh, is an entirely different format I've ever seen in business, and it's not a you know business school book at University of Chicago. This stems out of more of day to day reality, Midwestern banker CPA reality, where and I, and I see it in, in, in politics and in business world is you have an assumption when you're in those worlds of banking or accounting that individuals understand some of the basic fundamentals of business, especially in America, right? Or a capitalist country, but more and more, it seems like people just don't understand these basics. You really are targeting these basics. Um, what, what, what really was the catalyst for you guys to say, okay, there's probably a lot of books out there for the C-level executives. Let's write a book for the people that wanna become the C-level executives. So what was the, the catalyst for that? 
Yeah, so I, I started this project in 2015, and I had uh, probably three unique experiences that that formed an opinion in my mind that business literacy is a void that's out there, that what is known about business literacy uh, or business in general is pretty vague, and, and there are some, some topics that people just don't understand, that they aren't that complex if you take the time to unbundle them. So I had three experiences. One, I, I for the bank that I work for, I had the opportunity to develop a a credit training program, which I stood up and I ran for two years. And from that, you see students that come out very bright individuals that necessarily don't have the the understanding of how to apply. And they're, and they're somewhat uh, tentative in terms of their business uh, skills. And then the second experience was I taught venture capital private equity at UW-Milwaukee. And again, senior level students, uh, finance majors, and they couldn't apply some of the most basic things around economic theory or even finance theory. And then lastly, not-for-profits. My wife is uh, uh, in a board president position for a not-for-profit, and she struggles with understanding some basics around accounting and finance. So through those uh, three different experiences that I have, plus, you know, kind of tether that to my 30 years in banking and some of the things that I spoke to earlier about people stumbling around uh, some of the concepts and how to apply them. I just thought there was a, a void here. And I want to go back to something you were talking about earlier. There's there, there's a lot of fundamental stuff out there that hits 101. And I think what we've done is tried to take a, uh, a number of uh, academic topics, if you will, business literacy topics, and turn it into a business novel. So We'll approach it a little differently, but at the end of the day, I think the poetic license that we've taken will make this more readable and more enjoyable and hopefully at the end of the day uh, more impactful as they go forward and try to start a business, grow it, and then sell it. Yeah, Jeff, why don't you address this? I think it's interesting in Lou's comments is that a lot of people that are going to start their businesses have this very, I think, healthy and this American I'm going to do this with willpower and grit and I'm going to work hard and my destiny is in my hands. Yeah, absolutely. But we know it's there's other forces out there, right? Oh, no question. And that's what we're talking about in the you know, planning process in the book. Why don't you just throw out some of the other forces that you guys talk about in your book and what you personally see in that. It's like, yes, it's in, you, you, you could do a lot. I mean, I always throw the example of I, I played college basketball, I played Division three. No matter how hard I worked, no matter what I did, I was not a Division One player. There's some things you're given or not given in outside forces. Um, why don't you talk about that as far as you guys not being like, if you do it, you can all this feel-good talk. There's other forces. Speak about that. Yeah. Well, you know, the big thing that I've seen in, with small businesses, that people that I've been around, and even myself, is, is you, starting with the right plan. Um, every business starts with an idea, a dream, a passion. You know, one of those words, pick one, pick them all. But... Passion only carries you so far. If you don't sit down and start talking about the plan, what makes you different, you know, we call it a value proposition, which is why should somebody come and buy from me instead of somebody else? And you've, you've got to have a plan around that. You've got to understand that first. And then, you know, what makes us unique? Okay, how do we price it? Is there even a market for my idea? And there's, there's a whole, there's kind of nine segments of a business that you go through to create this business plan. And the, the clients that I work with now, they have those ideas, and we try got to try and get those down on paper. Then, of course, the thing that makes their eyes glaze over and the color drop out of their face is when we have to put a financial forecast together. You know, they just you know they they they're just soon you know cut off their nose or something like that instead of you know doing any kind of a spreadsheet. But um, you know, the big thing is is making sure that it it's actually a viable business before you dive into it because 
you know, there's an old adage, you know, people don't plan to fail, they just fail to plan. And if they don't, if they don't start right, the end is going to be very soon. And uh, you, know, you see a lot of them fail, and that's why and Lou and I talk, talk about this in our, in our presentations, that after five years, 80% of business startups have failed. But if you have a mentor, that's cut in half. So it's, and we talk about it on that in the book, it's key to have people working with you because none of us know everything. So you harness your own strengths and then find other people to work with you to fill in your gaps so that you've got kind of a complete picture and you don't miss something really important in terms of starting then growing that business. Yeah, the mentor number is compelling. It's, and I think that's why you guys really address this book. You, have, you guys created two fictitious, uh, or one fictitious couple, Nellie and Harvey, and then you follow Nellie and Harvey through this journey of um, what we'll talk about today is a planning process. So um, how did you come up with the concept of, of Nellie and Harvey? And uh, those names mean anything? Are these random names or well, where do these not, people come from? They, they're not random names, actually. Uh, you know, as Jeff and I contemplated working together, um, you know, he, he's got a dog named Nellie and I have a dog named Harvey. And, you know, maybe, maybe it's a, a reflection of uh, – two Midwest guys. We don't want to try to overcomplicate things. So <laughs> it's like, what are we going to name our LLC? And it's like, well, he's got a dog and I got a dog. Let's just use that and use it as a, the young couple. Uh, it's easy to remember for both of us. So as we get older here, we, we don't forget <laughs> those things. So it was fun. And it's been, it's been a fun journey. Uh, Jeff and I have known each other, um, you know, since 1991. So he was the right partner on this. And, uh, you know, as he and I have talked about, we, we, we do think a lot alike, but we have complementary uh, perspectives on a lot of different things that really work together uh, well together as we you know work together and putting this guide uh, out there for everyone yeah we, we attack things from this from different angles um, you know with my background of actually being in businesses and operating them and losing a lot of businesses from the outside you know, we, we get different perspectives on issues but when you come together we kind of get the wagon circled around them pretty well you know one of the things you were asking Jeff about the forces and, and Jeff is absolutely right one of the forces is how do you let go of your baby and how do you bring other people into your business? Because one of the things we often face is the economic reality out there. You know, we're not bigger than the economy. Do we spend the time to get people's opinions, particularly our advisors, our mentors, helping us understanding what's on the horizon, what's coming and leveraging them? The neat thing about it is you get to pick those people, right? It's not the other way around. They're picking you. The investors may pick you, but again, that's a symbiotic relationship as well because they should be bringing more than capital to the table uh, in the early phase of it. So that's the neat thing about it. And I think people look at it and say, gosh, it's my baby. I'm not going to give this up. And that's a headwind, right? You got to let people under the tent to help you out if you really want to scale this. Yeah, what I saw in your business book, which I've not seen in other business books as far as planning, is a, a mention of the business life cycle and the economic life cycle. And so we are sitting here today. It is December 14, 2018. Is it a good time in that cycle right now, economic cycle? We're in a really uncharted territory as far as the longest period of growth um, in, in modern history. Um, is it is it is there a business where you would say right now that that's a great business idea, but we're the wrong part of the cycle? Yeah, I'll I'll take my first stab at it because we we've talked about this often. I I think it comes back to your capital stack. There's always a good time if you have a good intellectual uh, property or concept. There's always a good time to do stuff, and there's always a bad time to do stuff. It's really the the, the blend between debt and equity that you bring to the table. Going into a down recession or you know a tough uh, patch, 
you probably don't want to load up on debt, right? And so maybe it means you you oscillate a little more towards uh, permanent uh, capital equity, and 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 that's it's not an all or nothing. And I think that's the way people tend to think about it, Dale, is that it's all or nothing. Either I leverage up. And frankly, you shouldn't be doing that in the early stage of business because you're setting yourself up for situations like we we present in the book. You got a fl- uh, you know potentially a flattening yield curve. You got the Fed raising rates. It's going to be more expensive to borrow, and that's not the time when you're starting a business. So I'll flip it to Jeff yeah. to see what his thoughts are. Well, I, th- I think you know there's truth in that. Um, the other thing is to answer your question, Dale. You know, any particular business, some are cyclical, some are countercyclical. So some, some businesses are more successful when the economy is maybe a little bit soft, you know, particularly you know, you know, things like auto repair. People stop buying new cars when they're a little, when they're a little skittish. They don't want to incur that big debt. They'll fix the one they've got. Um, so depending on what business you're in, you need to understand when, when is that type of a business is it most successful. You know, you probably wouldn't go into retail when the economy's going down because people are going to pull in their horns a little bit in terms of how much they're buying. Um, so you have to you have to have a knowledge of the, the the economic cycle that we're in, and how does that mesh with the business cycles that go on in the industry you're proposing to jump into? Yeah, so that's interesting. So the so the, the question was, would you say to delay a business or not delay a business venture? But your answer is, well. It's not necessarily to delay or not to delay. It's to adapt and look at the strengths and weaknesses. So if it's a, a lot of unemployment, you may be able to get a lot of freelance part-time help for reasonable costs and start that idea. If you have the capital and the economy is down, like you may be able to buy a good business at a, a lower valuation. And those those answers and questions are different based on where you're in that cycle. So just being aware of that. Um, can we do this again? Can we do another episode on this? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we talked about planning in this episode. Um, there's a lot more in the book. Very intriguing stuff. Uh, let's come back and let's talk about the uh, ABCs of running that business. So let's do that sometime. All right. Thanks, Dale. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you.